All right, here we are. New episode, and we're going to be chatting about The Real Housewives of Potomac Season 9, Episode 8, Painting Austin Red. Let's jump into it. And by jump into it, let's talk about the ladies hanging by the pool. Because, okay, so here's the thing. First of all, we have said this before. Ashley should be fired from trip planning. This this is not it. Um, but I don't want to see these ladies, these gorgeous queens of Potomac, hanging around a public pool. Why a public pool? With like all these other people around. And it's not even like it's a luxurious public pool. Like, can we get a private space for these ladies to be in? Like, why, why are we here? Careful now. Don't, uh... <laughs> Don't, we can't have another Roni, uh, you know, Jenna Lyons wanting to fly business class. <laughs> then you're going to hear an inside on you for that comment about the pool. <clears throat> right, right. Well, th- I mean, the thing is, we <clears throat> look to housewives for wish fulfillment. We want to see them take business <clears throat> class. We want to yeah. see them in like luxurious spaces. I wow. don't necessarily want to see them at a, at, a, at a public pool. Should Do they have every right to be at a public pool? Yes, but I want to like they deserve more than the accommodations they're in. Is all that I'm saying. Like these these women are queens. They need to be in a place meant for queens. (laughs) I will admit, I will definitely admit that I didn't think the pool was that bad. I I felt yes. I'm we're just we're just so accustomed to housewives always just like staying um in a air in a place that they're completely by themselves. Or mm-hmm. they get dedicated space at a, in a at a hotel or a resort. So yeah, we're just used to it. I don't mind it. It gives different levels of housewives. I didn't think the pool was that horrible. They had that little cabana area. And it was that is big. true. That and, is true. Um, what do you call it? But oh my god, not a public pool. <laughs> not a public. Pool. <laughs> is that going to be the is that going to be the new white fridge? Yes, not not a public pool. <laughs> um. um yeah, I liked, I mean, I liked it, but I mean, not, let's just say like <clears throat> all in all, I mean, I've never been to Austin. I have family in Houston. I haven't been anywhere else. I've never been to Dallas. Um, but based on the trip itself, it didn't make me want to go to Austin itself. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I, I don't, I think you need, I, I you're right about Ashley having to get fired from planning trips. I think she needs to get fired in general. <laughs> But you know how I feel about how the three of them um, acted last season, and I didn't care yeah. for any. So they are—they are not my—they are poo-pooing me right now. I'm a little upset with them. Um, but yeah, she's a horrible planner, and I'm sick and tired of these Potomac Housewives doing projects. And I, I, I've noticed uh. that it's into a lot of the other shows as well. Yeah. But I, the Potomac ones are notorious for like, we're going to redo my bedroom. We're going to paint. We're going to paint. We're going to we're going to put put up pictures of, of the family. And it's always something. And for me, it's I like, know. okay, Blue Moon is great. But when it's continuous in every scene, I feel like it's forced. I feel like it's staged. I so initially my thoughts on the painting party is like not a low budget painting party with cheap acrylic paint in these like mini canvases that like if you're not an artist, like you don't know how to paint on it, like you don't leave like that white gessoed part like of the canvas, like unpainted, like you're supposed to paint the entire thing. Like if you're going to do it, commit. But like, 
but what what's what's the point like i thought it, i thought it honestly was so lame however with those being my initial pieces coming in i did find a lot of humor in the different things that the girls painted so let's just take a moment and and go through everyone's sort of paintings very few of them actually have painting skills but we've been, so we have I'm gonna see if I can find it online. I can't recall who did what, but go ahead. I mean, I have I have notes. <laughs> so Ashley did this terrible painting. It was very stick figure. It was like giving like here is like Karen shopping. Like not great, not a great situation. Wendy, at least she painted her full canvas, but adding in the two hairs on Karen's mole was, was, was like fun. hilarious. Neko was trying to get artistic and do some shading, but then it just made Karen look like she had a beard and it did not work. Um, I loved how Candace did this very like abstract icon. I remember it was just like hair, lips, and a mole. Like in the and that was it. So it was sort of like if you were to deconstruct Karen to like her element points, <laughs> it would be like the lips, the hair, the mole. Um well, I like Giselle. Okay, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying the only one that I really remember the most of was Robbins for the for the the blue check the blue Twitter check. Is it Twitter? Which I enjoyed. Which I enjoyed. I enjoyed. They enjoyed. all had fun with that. But not Giselle misspelling triple with two P's <laughs> on oh, her canvas. She wrote like uh like triple twenty and she used two P's. And Mia's looked awful. Like the mold looked like a fly. It was just, <laughs> I mean, you could tell that Mia has some artistic talent there, but Mia seems like more of a sketch artist. Yeah. And if you had given her like a paper and pencil, I think she would have created something really cool. Paint isn't for everyone, but what, like, why are, why are we, why are we even doing this? I did have fun laughing along with them at some of the, some of the works, but I was just like, really? We're, and then what are they doing with these? That's what I'm also thinking. Like, is Karen taking them home? She putting them in her luggage? Like, are these going to get tossed out at the end of the day? Like, like, what is it? Well, that was my thought. I was like, who brought all these 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 supplies? And then also it was like, and if they didn't bring it more than likely, because I'm sure they like, for example, when they went to Bermuda, I'm sure Heather Gay did not bring all of those 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 decor, uh, mm -hmm. birthday decor. But it's like, why waste all that money? You know, and it's like, Ashley was dead set on this painting party. And I was like. Really? Because remember, she was she wanted to do it in the previous episode when they started yeah. fighting with Robin. So I thought we were good on passing with it. Because you know how whenever they have an event or or an activity, if all hell breaks loose, they don't end up doing it. Ashley must mm -hmm. have went back to the producers like, we're doing a painting party. She's like, listen, I spent good money on these canvases and this cheap acrylic paint. We are using it. Mm. Yeah, I thought, it well, was, I thought it was cute, but I thought I was like, Wait, what are you going to do with that? And why are we yeah. doing this? Like, why aren't you guys just like st sitting around having mimosas, eating your breakfast, talking shit? Just do, like I'm not painting on my trips. No, no. Um, like, get out and do something. Yeah, like I mean, go sit by the public pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Let's move to the dinner okay. that they had, where we've got Ashley being Ashley being Ashley Ashley being messy. And those are even her words because she even says like she's messy, uh, but bringing up the Candace like Robin beef 
And I will say, like, it is a very complicated situation. Like, it's not a black and white thing to me. And I totally agree with Candace that the line is always moving based on who is involved in this situation. And the line never moves in Candace's favor. No. I, it, it's just mean girl mentality to me with all honesty like with the three of them and I, it really just it irks the hell out of me and i i'm so glad that she, ashley's no longer been, been able to hide the fact that she's messy and mm-hmm. i think she screwed herself over uh sitting at the couch in the first or second episode of this season trying to stir up shit with wendy and NECA. and she was buzzed and whether she wants to claim that it was because she was drinking or not, but when they got back to everybody and she knew she couldn't like get her way out of this one, she owned up to it. So I'm like, just stop. You're yeah. always causing drama. You're always being messy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm just tired of it. And I was tired of it even before everything that transpired last season. Cause I was just like, what is she bringing to the table? Like, yeah. what is she truly, truly bringing to the table? And for a little bit, when I first started watching the season, the series, and um, Ashley was first, and then Candace. I really didn't care for Candace, only because at the time I liked Ashley, but now I see things in a different lens, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. you've been messy. You, um, Correct me if I'm wrong, do they really know each other, or was it one of those, like, fake, like, I? this is my friend, I brought her in, like... I think they just knew each other in passing, like, they, I don't think they were super close. But they were sort of, like, aware of each other, like, generally knew each other. Like, I think it was more, like, acquaintancy. Yeah. I just got, I just get, or it's not your business. Why bring this up? And you know how tense it is. You know how, you know how heated it was. They, you just had a blowout in your hotel room beforehand when you wanted your first attempt at painting that failed. You know, it's like, this is not, this staying in your lane, this is not your argument. You know it's yeah. going to And, and I get, I do agree 100% about about the lion is always moving and it's never moving in Candace's favor. And I, it irks me because this has been since she started, she's damned if she do, she's damned if she don't, because it's like, if she gets loud, then she's being dramatic. If she cries, she's being dramatic. If she's quiet, then she's being argumentative or, or mm-hmm. you know, it's like she can't win. So it's like, it, it's so friggin' annoying. So I do love the fact that her and Wendy have a really good relationship or friendship where Wendy jumps in and is like, well, can we talk about something else or can we you know mm-hmm. you know this is what what kansas is trying to articulate i just i get annoyed and i get so annoyed when robin is back into a corner she just gets up and leaves to me you're just mm-hmm. proving exactly what they are saying you're if you're not going to be able to defend yourself and you're not going to be able to articulate yourself or get your point of view across and you just want to walk away fine but you're just mm-hmm. confirming everyone's thinking and my yeah. last part of that is before we go before uh we go in further into the dinner was um, it wasn't, and I'm fast forwarding to like a most recent episode, not this week's episode, but the prior week's episode when they met for coffee, Candace and Robin, that was the first time since they finally said it out loud and took the fourth wall down and was like, we're on a show, you know, you did this. They finally said it out loud. I felt like up until then it was irking me. I was just like, just say it like, and they were both screaming yeah. around. and I was like, just say what they did. You know, I don't know. That irked me. Yeah, so so I'll say, not that I'm a therapist, because I'm definitely not, but I, they're at like this impasse. Candace needs Robin to really be clear about her involvement with like the Chris takedown, because she feels, and she is 100% entitled to these feelings, that because mm-hmm. of 
her closeness, her being Robin, because of Robin's closeness with Giselle and also Ashley being in the mix, that she was involved in this sort of like takedown scheme. She is entitled to those feelings because like her marriage was under attack, like her husband was under attack. And like, do you want to try to like give your friend like a benefit of the doubt? Yes. But when something glaring like this comes up, like there's going to be cracks. So we're not faulting Candace for like the way that she feels, but she just needs Robin to be like, look, I understand that like the, the optics don't look great and like your line of thinking like it, it it tracks but i want to assure you this was not what i was doing like i was in my own space i did like she just needs robin to sort of give a bit of that now yeah. coming from the other side with robin there is now a shift in a power dynamic and robin has the power right now because candace wants to try to find a way through with this friendship to sort of repair and mend and move forward. So Robin sort of sees that and is gatekeeping now and being like, no, I'm shutting you out. No, no. Like you've done this. It's unforgivable. It's unforgivable. Honestly, many people have done much, much worse. Yes. Did she go on social media and say all of these things? Of course, like, yes, we all know that she did that. But if you if you just take for a moment and think about the pain and hurt and anger that Candace must have been feeling at that moment when all of this stuff was trying to happen and it was all like lies, even going back to like, um, what did she call? I don't even remember that person's name, but she calls her the Muppet. Like with the Muppet lying and saying, oh yeah, like he tried to flirt with me and then Eddie came up and tried to do whatever and they actually showed the footage and it could not be further from the truth, right? So like with all of these things out there, it is no wonder. And if Candace is angry, like, yeah, she said all of this stuff. I do think at some point, like Candace does need to say, you know what, like I was angry. I should find a more productive way to to sort of like, take out my frustration but at the same time am i not allowed to vent like other housewives on these platforms because everyone does it so why am i being targeted and i do think that she is very unfairly targeted and i think a lot of the things that she does say like on twitter things are actually like kind of funny like she has like a good sense of humor and like she's allowed to express herself that way if she's feeling like upset about something she can be yeah i you know for me it's like i'm sorry that she's able to articulate her her thoughts better than you can um yeah she can go below the belt there's a lot of housewives that go below the belt you know we see it across the board i and i hear you i absolutely hear you that she just needs some validation of her feelings being hurt because she thought that mm-hmm. she was and that's the biggest thing that she's hurt by so mm-hmm. i do give her that and i and, and and again when i say like they're both finally saying it i just feel like it was more like they i don't think they wanted to get to the point of like dropping that fourth wall and talking about like almost how they do an ultimate girls trip. Like mm-hmm. they finally did in that coffee shop. So I was like, just say the, just say, you know, exactly what happened on, on TV, but I get it. You know, maybe production doesn't want them to, or what have you, or they don't want to, but no, I've seen a lot of other people do a lot worse. And my thing is, yeah, she, we all know she's going to go below the belt and she's going to, she's going to, she's going to tear you down, but you, you knew that was going to come. And yeah, for me, for her not to see that a true or someone who thought you were true f- friends with is hurt. Like there's a difference between being mad and hurt in this situation or in general. 
Mm-hmm. And she can't even see that. That makes me really like lose points with 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 Robin. Mm-hmm. And it really hurts. And then I also, I mean, like again, like you and I have different point of views about the whole thing. I do think it was all staged, and I do think that they used uh Candace and Chris as a pawn. You know? Oh no, I'm I I definitely think I definitely think she that I I yeah, like I was just giving Robin the benefit of the doubt. Like if Robin says it didn't happen, like she needs to be clear about that to Candace. But if it did happen, then of course she should say, you know what? Like I was just explain herself. Like even if it's just I was scared, Giselle like said these things. But the, the thing that just sort of kind of doesn't track is like Robin was defending Chris and Candace like to Giselle like multiple times. So it is still very muddy for me. She was so defending I, up until the point that she was the the, the spotlight was on her and Juan. Did you notice that? Once the spotlight turned to her and Juan, she was like, nope. It's, okay. Gonna, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's another thing that really irked me because that whole yeah. thing back then really irked me because I felt like she knew that season, this is last season, that she was, the writing was on the wall with her to get either demoted or get kicked off. Because I saw how she was, her demeanor was very different. She was always like kind of pushing arguments and arguing with, 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 um, with, um, Karen a lot, especially on that trip. She was, you know, when she showed up, after she had the lunch with 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 um with Giselle and was like, I don't agree with you. I don't think it was that big of a deal. And then she fast forward to her showing up randomly at that lunch. Both Chris and Candace's face were like, what is she doing here? Like actually like thrown complete off. And she was so thirsty to be like there. She was waving and running down and holding his hand and I don't believe it and da 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 da. Then boom. Once the spotlight was on her and Juan and the and the possible affair, she she switched sides real quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean that that is a that is a very good point. And speaking of Juan, and I agree, Robin leaving is lame, and she needs to stop doing that. That phone call with Juan was bad, and she was like, "What's wrong with your FaceTime? Why can't I see you?" And he's like, "I don't yeah. know." Yeah, it's like, come on. I was always and I always did like Juan, and now it's like, come on, like he's just really shown himself. Wrong. Yeah. He's really shown himself to be a different person than who we thought he was. But the other thing, too, is people change over time. And one thing that happens in the Housewives universe, and this is not a comment on Potomac, it's just Housewives in general, is a lot of people hold Housewives accountable for things that they said or did years ago, and they may be different people. So like a lot of the women will say, oh, well, you know, you did X. And that was like three seasons ago, which like amounts to like maybe three or four years ago. They may not be the same person now. Why are we, why, like, I don't think we should always be going back into the past, especially if someone's character has changed or they've demonstrated growth. We're always like learning and growing. We're not the same people. Do some housewives stay the same? Yes. Some don't <laughs> show any growth, but I, I think that we need to like not sort of go back. Oh, I say we, I like, I guess both fans and like other housewives themselves. Um, oh, I was do you want to for one? I was like, yeah, I think though, I think any and everybody is, is able to have every right to change how they are, their perspective, their point of view, how they approach situations, you know, 
that ha- that's for all of us. Life experiences do change mm-hmm. how we approach things in life. So we have to be con- conscious of that and respectful of it. I just, just think he's doing her wrong. You know, I just, yeah. the, way he, the, the, the lack of respect, you know, the yelling, I just, I don't, I don't particularly care for it. Um, before we jump to that, like, before we jump to something else that is, sorry, like, do you think the main reason why um, Chris hasn't been really on the show is because of all of this or like, yeah, I do. Do they not want him on the show? Like, you know, there's always that talk that he drinks too much. That was always a storyline. Like, do we think he gets messy? I do agree. Like sometimes he goes a little too hard on the women at the reunions. I, I just think, I don't know. I think he is taking a step back because of what happened last season and whether that's his decision, Candace's decision, a mutual decision, I don't mm-hmm. know. But okay. I definitely think he is taking several steps back. Um, I know that in um, episode, I know we're we're sort of um, a oh, bit a bit behind, but like in episode 12, he's going to make an appearance at an event. But, yeah, that comes um, up next week. Yeah, so like we're I mean we're still on <laughs> we're still on 8 here so we're, we're sort of like a little bit behind time wise but it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Um, yeah, and, and I actually have to say like and we I know again we're bouncing around to a lot of places but like I really did keep, like the we kept asking where is the ultimate girls trip uh Thailand? Why is it taking so long? Why is it taking so long? But because of everything that happened in Potomac or Morocco, you mean? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 Mar- no, not Morocco. The Thailand one with Candace and and Giselle. Oh, and, like remember, it took forever for them to release it. Like mm. it was like almost like like the first the first Ultimate Girls trip and the second Ultimate Girls trip were like that super quick. But this one took a, a little longer, like a month or so longer. And we were like, where the hell is it? I think they were trying to include a lot of what transpired on Potomac last season because mm. they wanted it to be so current. And it, it broke my heart when 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 Candace was in the the van or the Sprinter van crying, and she's like. I miss my man and it's, but it's like, it's not good at home. Like we are fighting and it's, and I just, and it's all because of everything that has transpired. Yeah. Not cool. But anyways, um, what else happened in that episode? So let's end this episode with talking about the gay bar that they went to. And I want to start off by saying, first of all, Considering we know that many people from the LGBTQIA plus community love housewives, I appreciate the fact that they were showing love for drag queens. I appreciate the fact that Ashley said drag queens are under attack, like we need to show them support. Um, And the fact that they all looked like they had so much fun in getting into it and Candace being like oh I love this like arm shrug thing and they're like oh yeah you take it and then she's like wearing it and she was like totally totally like rocking time. it and how they were having so much fun like this let this be a lesson to Salt Lake City with like their flop of like trying to sort of include like drag and it just didn't work out like this was done well, and I really respected the fact that all of them said, like, gave love and support for, like, this community. Yep. Like, no Nobody's other. Saying, no, I don't want to go. Why are we going? There was no argument. Yes, we're going. And it wasn't like that. Tip, it wasn't like they were going there to be like, oh, my God, look at me. I'm at a, I'm at a gate bar. Take a picture of me. You know, like, 
mm-hmm. you know, like, let me mark this down that I've done this. So it was more like, no, these are, these are our peers and these are our people. And I'm, we're going to have fun with them, not mm-hmm. to, to observe them. Like I, I always say, I hate when, I hate when, um, you know, how do how do a lot of individuals go to like a gay bar, but they look at it like the zoo, you know, yeah. it's like observation that irks the hell out of me. And that was none of that. And I loved it. I agree 100%. Now, just like briefly, um, I want to go through the drag names <laughs> to no. get your take I, on I, I, I rating them. Back up. Like I, you, your notes are on point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have my favorite, Candace's Petty LaBelle. I think it was fire. Your thoughts? Well, look at my screen name. I mean, <laughs> clearly you have love for Petty LaBelle. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, are we talking about the drag names during Ultimate Girls Trip or was there drag names provided at... They uh, they uh, did their drag episode. names in that episode as well. So, so yes, Candace technically did recycle her drag name because she brought it up in Ultimate Girls Trip but then also brought it up here. Um, and also like... Uh, so next we have Ashley... <laughs> My personal Ashley? take is hers was lame. It was messy mo fun. Because like she did admit, oh. she's like, oh yeah, I'm messy. So got, messy's got to be in it. But like mess, I don't know. It just doesn't have like, it doesn't have like the best drag ring to it. Like messy mo fun. <laughs> no. No, I liked every single one of them that Candace gave to the Ultimate Girls Trip w- women. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What was other ones? Uh, so Robin, and I have no comment on this. Hers was the green-eyed gobbler. <laughs> okay. I know I'm like yeah, that's what what, what are you gobbling? what are you gobbling? <laughs> yeah. Um and Wendy's Dr. Lady Von Quiqui Summers, like amazing. Amazing. I can see I can see like that being like a queen that like is up and coming on like drag race. I thought that was an amazing name. I like the name. I do like the name. What would be, what are the abbreviations on that one? I mean, maybe you just say like Lady Bon Quee Quee. No, or like, like Lady even, Bon. What are, what what is it? Lady what? Oh, Lady Bon Quee Quee Summers. Oh, so LBQQS. Oh yeah, LBQQS. Yep. Like, I expected more of Mia's. Hers was just. Madison, which is what her stripper name was. And I was like, that's totally different. Like, you can't use your stripper name as a drag name. I don't know. So I, I thought that one was lame. What would be yours? I mean, I would have to give some thought. I I, I have no comment at this point now, in time because I, I need to ruined, really think about it. I just ruined all of your plans for today because I know this is going to be on your mind. You're going to make <laughs> thesis. You're going to write down, you know. Every nuance of it. I mean, it, yeah. Like, we need to talk about this. <laughs> um, NECA right. was champagne vivacious, which I thought was great. And like, like, uh, vivacious was like B A E. You know, it would so be like, cute if you did bubbles vivacious. Oh, yeah. Bubbles that vivacious. That would have been cute. And then we have, um, Giselle's, which I think is actually not as lame as Mia's being just like simply Madison, 
but less, uh, but but still more lame than uh, Ashley's. But hers was ginger pop. Like, what? Yeah, I don't mind Mia's. Um, just like a one name, Madison. like just Madison. It's hey, she could. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mind Mia's. But if but if Decca did bubbly, uh, what was it? Bubbles, bubble, bubbles, vivacious. Yeah, bubbles, vivacious. I could see like like RuPaul calling her like BB. You know, yeah, 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 something abbreviated. So that's why I would go with that. But yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised by the of Ashley, Giselle's, and um, Robin's. Yeah, and um, I will also say, like, I, I, I thought it was such a great end to the. Oh, I don't did think I don't think one? I don't think she did. Oh no, she did have one. Can we at least I, say Karen finally had a good birthday? She finally did have a good birthday. Finally a good birthday. She finally did have a good birthday. But the one thing that I was disappointed in, and I know it was just a small moment, was I thought it was really out of line for NECA to be giving Wendy the thumbs down. Like, it it just, it wasn't coming from, like, I totally get, like, they're doing a little, like, walk competition. And sometimes you, like, when you're on stage, you sort of fake and you're like, oh, like, boo whatever like vote yeah. for me but like i i didn't like it because i felt like it wasn't coming from that fun playful place i felt like it was coming from the i'm bringing our beef into this space and i felt like something about that just felt kind of gross to me and i did love that um candace said in her confessional like you can't thumbs down a bitch in Mugler. <laughs> And you know what I was gonna say to you? Like there was it was on TikTok that they somebody did a did a compilation of this past season and last season that these housewives really love this new glare bodysuit and they did they do. Like, Potomac, New York. It was uh Salt mm-hmm. Lake City, uh Atlanta. Everybody was wearing the bodysuit. Yep. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't you can't thumbs down somebody wearing the glare like you can no and like i'm sorry but like her look was amazing so like let's not let's not get it twisted i'm just glad i am just i am just very happy that uh karen finally got her uh what do you call it she had her her good birthday yeah now was this where no that was was like Okay. Yeah, this this was their this so this was their last night in Austin. And now um I think we should transition into episode nine, hard conversations. And this is where now they're back in Potomac after okay. the trip. Let's do it. So we're starting with the uh cooking class. Mm-hmm. And it was it was honestly a lot. So we've got Mia and Gordon, we've got Robin and Juan. We're watching like and when I say lame cooking class, I don't think the cooking class itself was lame, but just the fact that they're doing this here in this space did not feel good. We're watching crumbling relationships cook together. Juan is looking rough. I feel like all this heat on him is not serving him. His eyes look so ragged and sort of like beat down. And then we've got Mia like grilling Juan, you know, like the story doesn't track. Why are you paying for a person you don't know? Like, and not making any sense. And she's like, basically, like, make it make sense, Juan. You know, and like, couldn't you do that over the phone? Like, couldn't you just give the credit card over the phone? And from personal experience, they 
send you an email form to fill out with like your credit card stuff that gets sent back. You do not need to ever go in to physically hand them the credit card. I mean, maybe it's a little bit different at this specific hotel. I doubt it. But I have um, even like just recently was when I was on a trip, I had to. um, So I was traveling. I was like meeting a friend. We were sharing a room. My flight was delayed. So I got to DC late. So they got there before me and they needed like my credit card. So they emailed me a form and I filled it out and then sent it back. And then, and then it was fine. So they like, they totally were able to get things done without me even being there. So there is no reason for you to, in 2024, 2023, whenever this was, there's no reason for you to go in to give the credit card. So that's sort of like a weird thing. Like you are getting in your car, you are putting on your seatbelt, you are using gas to drive to this hotel to hand over a credit card and drive back. I'm not even doing that for a close friend. <laughs> like who is doing this for a stranger? It just it just doesn't track. But Mia's face, the way that she was sort of entertaining it, the way that she was getting information, the way that she was pausing a lot and then asking again, like I appreciated her work there, but I also feel like the the like instructors of the class did not know what to do with them as learners and Juan's pasta looked terrible. Well, again, <laughs> stop with these classes. Stop with these <laughs> these activities. Like like yeah. I get I minus the defense class, because her daughter is gonna Giselle's daughter is going away mm-hmm. to college. That all made sense. Um and uh but stop with these classes even in miami when they did the cooking class they do like 20 minutes of it for the show and it's and then even there have been times where they say in these cooking classes like oh we're going to show you how to make the dough but then we already made your dinner because it's going to take longer to continue to go down this route of you making everything so i'm like why stop just go go eat dinner somewhere um yeah i just i i the pasta looked horrible, um, and I just I find it I find it I find it interesting that Robin can allow Mia to grill her and Juan and not flinch and not blow up and not mm-hmm. cut people off or walk away. But if Candace did it, all hell will break loose. If oh Candace, yeah, all hell will break loose. I really didn't care for that. And Mia was a little messy. I'm not gonna lie, but Mia was like, "After this, I want I want my questions answered. Like these are questions mm-hmm. everybody wants to know. So come on, why why would you do that? Like basically putting the mirror to his face and calling him out and being like, "You stupid! Like there's mm-hmm. there's no way your 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 argument is plausible at all. Like you did it. Own up to it. Stop with this fake charades or fake charade. Uh, this fake image that you're trying to portray, Robin and Juan, because I feel like with both of them." Robin gets up and walks away and she gets loud to a certain extent and walks away. That's her way of proving that everything is right or whatever everyone's saying is right, you know, in my eyes. That's just my point of view. And I feel like Juan, when he blows up on Robin on the phone, that's his way of reconfirming every single thing that everyone is Mm -hmm. accusing. Like, if you didn't do it, you could have just been like, just let it go. The truth will come out. But for them to act the way they are, they're just showing that they're guilty. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do like the messiness with, with Mia. Like, come on, go for it. Like, but it it is interesting because we're like, I think we're almost past the the halfway point of the season. One, when are they going on a trip and where? And two, when is the fallout of Mia's fa- marriage gonna happen? Or does it happen at the very, very end? Because it's like 
so far, I mean, yeah, there, there's some bumps in the road, but it seems like everything seems to be like okay ish. Yeah. I'm wondering when yeah. that I mean, I will say, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that progresses, but I, yeah. I, I do appreciate uh, <laughs> Mia and the way that she handled the situation. Uh, should we move into Wendy's conversation with her mother? Because that I have was... one real quickly that I want to say about that one. If oh, yeah, go ahead. Off my chest. How can you drink red wine with a straw? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just saying, like, I've seen other people do it, and I'm just like, it's almost like the equivalent of them drinking red wine in 80-degree weather in Austin on, a, on, a, on a, a kayak. Like, I'm like, I would be so sick to my stomach. <sighs> Yeah, I anyway, mean, sorry. I mean, gross. <laughs> I think is the reason they do it so their teeth don't turn like reddish. Yeah. Is that why? Good I think point. I think that, but like it just it does just sort of seem gross with like the way that then the liquid is getting into your mouth. Like it just doesn't. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I was just like, anyway. this for me, it makes it, it every time I see anybody do that on TV or even in person, I feel like you're drinking pop. Like yeah. it just throws me off. But anyways, go ahead. Uh, I mean, when, okay, Wendy's mother acting like she doesn't know NECA and the way that she slipped up and said, like, Lebe is, like, a daughter to her, but then tried to, like, walk it back. Like, I think at the end of the day, things were said. The truth lies in the middle. I noticed that her mother was taking many sips as she was trying to figure out how to angle or negotiate the conversation. At the end of the day, she shouldn't have been involved. Mm-hmm. Um and like, how do you know Lebe but not Neca? Like, I don't know. And the whole line about like shrines, I felt like was rehearsed. Where like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm 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 so over and done with this stupid shrine BS. Because like we've said before, at the end of the day, it's Ashley's messiness that mm-hmm. started this, yeah. and it has now grown past that. And I just want them to hit reset. And it's not, it's not, I don't think it's going to happen this season. I don't think that is going to last another season, with all honesty. Like, I don't think there's been much that she's brought, even, even like, not again, we always say they don't, they, they don't always need drama. So I'm not saying that, but I don't think she's been bringing enough of just herself and her story and her genuineness or, or bringing, putting herself into the, into the group. My, um, in a way that's not always centered around um, yeah. the line argument. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if her or Anne Marie are going to last for another season. I mean, definitely, yeah. Staying, but I'm like, that's where my thought process is. Well, I think, yeah, like I, I sort of blame Ashley a lot for that because she's not even giving NECA a chance to just be NECA. You know what I mean? Um, and, and maybe we should talk about, like, Candace and NECA going to lunch because I feel like there we actually got to like get to know like NECA a bit. And I really liked, oh, that's like cute that they're having like a little bit of a friendship and, and relationship here. And and part of me at the, at the beginning, because we, we saw Candace in the car, I felt really bad about her situation because it is scary. Like monitoring, why aren't we doing something? Like I get her frustration and also like U.S. healthcare does have a history of not believing like black women. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that to like happen to her and saying like, we should just observe. Like, I feel like, girl, go get yourself a second or third or 
fourth opinion and pay attention to who the doctors are. If you can see pictures of them beforehand and try to find one that that's not going to like just sort of whatever. And granted, I don't know anything about this situation, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to sort of see because like you could tell that she's very, very scared. Yeah, no, I agree. I I felt for her because that was my first thought when she was talking to her mom. I love that the mom, the mom can be a, can be a lot of types. She can be a diva. She can be, mm-hmm. you know, much with Candace, especially when the cameras are on. But I just love the I just love the dynamic of her and her mom. Like regardless of what's going on, they're very very close. And I know we'll talk about the Mother's Day. I thought that was a beautiful event, and I'm glad that it didn't get ruined by fights or anything like that. But we'll go to that in a second or in our next session. But um, the mother just immediately. Just like mom mode, it's okay. We'll figure mm-hmm. it out. Keep an eye on it. Um, but you can tell she was genuinely scared, and I would, I would yeah. get a second opinion. You know, I would, I, I would definitely, definitely get a second opinion. Um, the lunch itself, I really enjoyed because, and I loved how uh, Candace approached it as like, I know it's uncomfortable, or I know it may be difficult. You know for us to get to know each other better because of how close I am with Wendy and what's going on with you and Wendy. But I do want to have my own relationship or friendship with you or get to know you on my own, on my own cord. And I just love that that Al Ranch was extended in it. It seemed like they had a really good lunch. Like they were, they communicated mm-hmm. with each other. They got, we got to know more about NECA. So I liked it. And I love, oh my God. And I just love the fact that it don't matter what happens, whether it's a good lunch, a bad lunch, a fight, a tornado, Candace is going to eat her food. And I love it. She's mm-hmm. like, I bought this. I'm eating it. She throws yep. down. <laughs> I have to say, uh, like, two more things about that lunch. First of all, that Gucci look of Candace's was incredible. I am obsessed. You, you can never fault Candace for her style. No. Geez, I like Wendy's style. I, I enjoy Mia's at times. Mm-hmm. I really, I love how I love the solids that Mia does, the the, the and the, and the muted colors that she can do at times. Like mm-hmm. Karen's style has been on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then the other thing too is I do appreciate how she said, "Look, I really like you. I really enjoy you. You know, I'm I'm close with Wendy, so we need to figure out a way to sort of move forward without me." making Wendy feel sort of like a certain sort. So I love the way that she was sort of like upfront and open and saying mm-hmm. like, look, I really want this sort of piece to heal. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think maybe we should, we should end off with like the last thing in the episode, which was that pave event. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think it was so beautiful to see every single one of these ladies put their own personal issues aside amongst each other to come here for this really, really important event. The mm-hmm. fact and it, how powerful it was to hear the women like share their stories. And I have to say, I so appreciate the growth with Mia and her experience and how it's still so raw for her and then it's like something clicked and we got a piece of the puzzle with her relationship with Jacqueline and why she was never quite able to like fully show kindness to her and she even said like I know it's not her fault but I I still can't get past blaming her for putting me in in that 
you know, situation. So, yeah, I think like there's definitely that piece of a missing puzzle and it, and it, and it makes sense. And I, I appreciated being able to sort of see that moment. And I, I hope that she's able to work through that trauma because it's, mm -hmm. it's hard that, you know, she's still, she's still sort of feeling it so, so present. Yeah. I think many of us, doesn't matter men, women, what they're, uh, what, you know, what community you come from, you know, your, your, your culture, your background. I think a lot of us, as we get older, we suppress a lot of things, you know, it's like, you know, as we get older, there's so much more that's coming down on us that it's like, we just, you know, kind of don't address things. And I feel, and, and sometimes it's too hard to address things and we suppress it to the point where it's just more of a safety mechanism, you know? Um, and I think being at that, that, uh, that like brought something out of uh, Mia that she needs to work on, you know, just for her own self. Um, and I feel for her, like, yeah, we got to learn a lot more of that dynamic with her and her friend. What was her name again? Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Yeah. So, no, I felt for her. I really did. I have always liked Mia. I've always, always liked me, even her very first season, you know, when was it the, 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 the salad toss when they were tossing salad at each other? Like, I always enjoyed her. Um, but yeah, I felt for her. I felt for her there. And I felt for I felt for everybody there because it was like it was an important cause. And it's and I like the fact that the show flashback to all the times that she has brought Pave to the cameras. So it wasn't like mm -hmm. a one and done type thing. It right. wasn't like just something that she's doing just the season. It's something that she does every year. So it's important to her. And Karen was not gonna play. She was like, You are not ruining my event. You are not gonna argue here. We're not gonna fight. And they respected that. They all came together, mm -hmm. like you said, they, they they put their differences aside. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think uh yeah, so that I mean that's pretty much it for uh episodes eight and nine. So uh yeah. next time we'll head into uh the next the next few episodes and and see where we have to have to go from there. I'm I'm hoping that we get some resolution before we get to the reunion, but I'm thinking that's way too optimistic. Yeah, same. And I'm wondering, I mean, are they gonna go on a trip? Like... Well, the trip was Austin. <laughs> oh, was trip. no, no. No, yeah, that's gonna be like a trip where she can't leave the US. <laughs> yeah. Well maybe maybe that maybe they will go somewhere. I don't know. But um I think it's not looking great. I think their their trip was Austin. So yeah, thank you, thank you so much, Ashley, for that. I mean, we could we couldn't get Karen to like somewhere else. Uh, can, we couldn't go know. to like Belize. We couldn't go like somewhere tropical. We couldn't go like I don't know. Couldn't go to Europe. Couldn't go to Asia. Like why where? They go to, like, where are we going? Puerto why don't they go to Puerto Vallarta? Like it the gays would have loved them and then all the drag queens there yeah like i don't know i don't know anyways we'll see right, well, till next time we'll we'll resume on episodes 10 on yep all right until then
Pause.